Hello and welcome to Lave Radio. Greetings and welcome to Lave Radio. Greetings, Commanders. Greetings, Commanders. The show that talks about the universe of Elite and the development of the computer game Elite 4, known as Elite Dangerous, and the fantastic community that surrounds it. A place of nonsense and innuendo for forum dads. A self-contained podcast two hours long. Transmitting to every corner of the galaxy. It's even louder than me. The hottest show this side of Dizzo. The name of the place. Lave Radio. Lave Radio. Lave Radio. Lave Radio. Commanders and welcome to episode 455 of Lave Radio, the show about the universes of the show about the universe of Elite and the fantastic community that surrounds it. I'm your host, Commander Psychit, and joining me in the orange sidewinder bar for this episode are our Banksy SOV. Greetings, Kit Psy. I don't Hello. know what's, Hello. I don't know what's, don't know what's going, going on. on. <laughs> it's Thanks. a bad time. Oh, well, we're fucked now. <laughs> 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 we also have um, the the wonderful um, Tech Gibbon, who isn't teching today. He's actually just here to talk. I know, what a novel experience. We have um, Chris Montforce. <laughs> Hello, just here to blather. <laughs> What's going on? Oh no! Hey guys, guess what? Ben's back. Remember, Hooray. this is a space game, Claire. Yeah. It's a space game, man. It's a space game. It's space games. Yeah, yeah. yeah. we're not not multiple universing. We're not multiple universing. Yeah. We're talking um, talking we're, about we're space not. games. We might yes. we might talk about other things when we when we when we talk about what we've been up to in the last couple of weeks. Just, just go for the eyes. <laughs> I, I don't understand why you why you keep giving me that quote because that quote isn't in the game. I know um, it's not, but it's still an excellent quote. <laughs> if um if you wish, you can join us. Um, you can join us. We are hanging out. Um, <coughs> we're at, at Lave. Lave. Uh, you're, you're both at Lave. Chris, I, I can I, see that Chris is saving the table. Yeah, Chris is at the table, and I'm just pulling up. Perfect. Perfect. We're at Lave Station doing things. If you can't get in game though, you can also join us at the Twitch chat t- channel, which you can access through laveradio.com slash live, clicking on live chat and on twitch.tv slash lave radio. We're also in other social media places doing the thing. You know where you can find it that way. Hi folks. I'm so sorry that that was so terrible. <laughs> My apologies. I've been ill for like a week, but we'll get to that later. Um, uh, let's start with Alec. How have you been this week? 
Oh, please don't. Um, yeah, I've been I've been slightly ill as well. I don't know. I, it, this has been a strange week. I've just had so much on in real life. It feels like that. Um, uh, I'm trying thinking something off then. <laughs> but um, tsh- I uh, yeah, I've had less time in Elite this week than probably the last eight years. Really? <laughs> it's really annoying because there's this awesome bucketball race and I just haven't been in the game hardly at all. That's I just all right. tried to squeeze in a quick race just before the show and um, did badly. And also That's the okay. And also the, um, I use, so I'm a big user of EDHM these days to make all my UI, the colours I like. And um, for some reason the update has thrown me back to default orange it's ghastly how the hell do people play this game in default orange <laughs> really like default orange yeah i'm so not used to it that i was looking at the screen thinking surely it can't normally be like this <laughs> it's amazing how quickly you get used to like the change of something do you know what i mean like how quickly yeah. you, you just get so comfortable with how something looks and then when it changes back to how it looked before you're just like what Anyway, what I've actually done this week is on, or the interesting thing is on Saturday, I went to the Twinwood Festival, which um, me and the family have been to three or four times now. So it's a three day vintage music festival, uh, which takes place on the airfield where the Glenn Miller Museum is in Bedford. Um, it's blooming awesome. I love it. It's like, mostly 40s and 50s vintage so um lots of glenn millery type music lots of proper like i say proper you know like, big band stuff kind of thing yeah lots of big band stuff lots of 50s rock and roll stuff um lots of kind of wartime music i suppose um there's dance classes everywhere so you can just turn up and, and sort of rock up for a beginner's dance class in i don't know the I've forgotten the name of, you know, the quick step or something. <laughs> there's, <laughs> the, there's, there's fantastic people. Everyone dresses up. It's, it's a very much a very big dress up festival. So um, people that don't dress up look a bit odd, frankly, because everyone really goes for it. Lots of wartime stuff, lots of rock and roll stuff, lots of, you know, nice 40s, 50s dress up, which is, which is hilarious in a, what can be a muddy field occasionally. <laughs> But nobody gives a shit, and um, lots of bars and lots of stages. Yeah, it's really good fun. Oh, that sounds awesome. It is a right laugh. Um, yeah, in game, uh, bit of buckyball, bit of bit of what have I been doing? I've been toying with that um, uh, ED Copilot a bit more. I'm going to. So the time trial stuff is really taking off now that he's put in. Um, so I'm going to start my plan next week after this buckyball race is over is I'm going to try and create an SRV time trial for every engineer base, or at least the ones around the bubble. Okay. So there's that. That sounds fun. That sounds like a bit of an undertaking, but if anyone can do it. Yeah, I mean, I haven't done any yet, so we'll, we'll see how bold a claim that is. <laughs> cool. I'll do a couple. Cool. Amazing. Okay, Chris, what have you been up to? Um, I have had uh, I've had quite a sort of a busy busy week with work and stuff. Um, uh, the weekend I decided I was going to take the um, the English bank holiday, so I had uh, yesterday off, which was nice. Uh, after seeing pictures from our chief archivist away on holiday on a lovely beach, I thought, do you know what? I'm going to go to a lovely beach and try and compete. <laughs> 
the Scottish weather wasn't quite as good, but I can um, imagine. The, beach, the beach and the fresh air and everything. I highly, I highly recommend fresh air. Uh, apparently, apparently, it's meant to be good for your everything, or so, or so my, uh, so my mother says. So I went for a, a nice uh, walk along the beach. Uh, I, I levelled up in my game of uh, deer or log. Uh, by spotting several moving logs uh, that were out you, and about. You uh, sent me pictures. <laughs> I did send you pictures. You, you DM'd me, me pictures. It was so lovely. I was like, I, I recognise those. Those are deer. <laughs> That's definitely a deer. Definitely yeah, yeah, yeah. a deer. I counted about twelve deer. Uh, yesterday, moving Are you sure? logs while I was out and about. I, well, it was that, or they were they were they were logs of forward motion. Um, so, yeah, there was, there was lots out yesterday. But anyway, I so, moved yes, a few could... logs while I was in Turkey, but I'm not sure they're the same things. <laughs> yeah, so um, a, a good game of uh, deer or log yesterday. Um, in game, uh, I am still on my mission, my slow mission to uh, to unlock some of the engineers and do bits and pieces. Um, my my game time the other day was interrupted by the fact that I just couldn't get logged in. The servers were not lasting long enough for me. And my mission at the, yeah, I did when, when I could. Um, but um, at the moment, I'm trying to get my serious permit, my Why So Serious permit. And oh my God, am I lied? I'm going to their stations. Will they give me a damn mission? No. <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing wrong. I'm going to need to go to the guys. <laughs> no, no, don't worry about it, Chris. Because that was notes. that was in the patch notes this week. It's was been, that in the patch notes? It's, it's been bugged, mate. I'm so oh. sorry. That could have been a beautiful segue, Chris. And oh now we're going to come. Well, do you know what? <laughs> Well, today might be my day. Chris, should yeah, we go, to, should we go, go to serious? Do it. Do it now. Go to, do it. <laughs> do it. You, the use the tool. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Incredible. Amazing. <clears throat> that, I love that so much. That's my, that's my favourite thing so far. Um, <laughs> ben. Uh, right, wonderful so, to have you back, mate. How are you doing? Lovely, it's lovely to be back. Um, yeah, so I, I had a gimpy arm for a, a few weeks. I've been on holiday. That was awesome. My arm is now about 80, 90% there. And I can actually, you know, I, I can, I can move my mouse and it will more or less go where I want it to be in things. Um, so, you know, I consider that a win. Uh, I, I was able to run up to our usual table and look at Chris and, and, you know, salute him and things like that. And so, it, this is this is an improvement. Um, I'm going for physiotherapy just to basically try and get some of my dexterity back. Um, my hands a bit, um, my hands still a wee bitty um, weird. But it's, I, I hear it's, you. I hear you. Yeah, yeah. it's mostly there. Um, and since I got back, I, I've been mostly. Um, yeah, I, I've been. I, and this is, today is my first day in space, in any kind of space, because I, I wound up in this weird alternate dimension. Um, what, what, what's that? I, I don't know. There was just I, I woke up and I had a worm in my eye. Um, okay. Okay. What, uh, what, and, what have you been up to, Ben? What have you been playing? Um, no, there was a worm in my eye. Just tell me the name of the game. I was in a weird... Ben, tell me the name of the fucking thing. game. <laughs> um, 
Baldur's Git or something like that. Something Never like, heard of it. Yeah. Don't know what you're on about. Never yeah. heard of it. You'll have to yeah. tell me everything about that game <laughs> when you finish it. You'll have to tell me your exact experience from start to end. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I, I've been basically I've been playing that since Saturday. And let's just check what's my playtime. I, I know when I was talking to to people last night, it was a, about forty something hours. <laughs> and what, what am I now? What um, go, I don't want to see my downloads. I'm at forty two point eight hours. Amazing since Saturday. Amazing. Um, Amazing. That fit. Yeah, that yeah. feels right. That feels right. Yeah. Um. I'm, I. I was say, as I was saying to Chris, actually, I know it's not, but I'm getting very Dragon Age three kind mm-hmm. of vibes. Uh, for how how much it gra- how much the story's grabbed me. I hear you. I hear you. It's um, one of the one of the most beautiful narratives that I'm uh, like all of the different story arcs, every single one. Mm. Not you, Gail, not you, Karlak, but almost every single story for oh, me. I like yeah, I know. I love her as well. It's just not fleshed out enough, in my opinion. But okay, um, I don't know the, that. Yeah, um, um, it, it's there are there are so many beautiful 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 fucking stories in that game mm. there is a reason that my crazy hyperfixation has decided to latch on to this it's just my um it's it's my love it's my love it's the love of my life i, I love how i'm loving how elvis is saying 42 hours is first day numbers for you claire i'm at i'm at since it since it was released um according to steam which i've just opened to double check i'm at 267 hours so i've played a lot well i don't know when it was officially released like a couple of thursdays okay um if if that feels that that doesn't feel like enough honestly (laughs) and um yeah it's 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 a it's a wonderful a wonderful game um i've managed to convince almost everybody (laughs) to buy and play it anyway it's very good to have you back it's very good to have you back back. i'm I'm assuming i'm assuming chris and i are going to fly to sirius now i hope so i hope so we'll need to we'll be able to try that do it do it Seems oh my gosh. Chris, should we do this? Chris, 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 Chris. Should we do yeah. two? Should we do two bumps in one stone? Should oh. we fly to Sirius in a Imperial cutter that has not been fixed? Apparently, even though they said it was, and then they said it wasn't. Well, let's do it. Will I, will I be that? able to get my permit if I'm in your ship? <laughs> I, oh, I think it's a not. ship only mission, isn't it? It might be. Oh, you you can take a ship as well. Beautiful. Or find out. Lovely. We'll find out. We'll see. We'll see what happens. Yeah. We'll see what happens. Okay. Cool. Good. Excellent for everyone to be here. What have I been up to? Um, I think I've I've been really ill. I've spent the whole week. Um, my only oh. live thing from this from last week to this week was being on lave. I the only thing I did last week was what go on lave. I also went out and touched grass yesterday. It was not everything it cracked up to be, but it was nice to be outside for a little tiny bit. Um, we took the pupper for a little walk. It was just, it's nice to get a little bit of fresh air. Um, everyone in the house, everyone here hasn't been particularly well. I have um, been completely and utterly dead on my feet for a whole week. I needed, I just needed, needed a bit of um, R&R, come back raring to go and all of that sort of stuff. Um, um, what did I do last week? Um, got ready for Buckyball and then forgot to post the um, the form for it until like five o'clock in the morning on the Saturday. But we did it. We did it. 
Um, was, was anyone desperately trying to submit runs earlier? No, no, I don't <laughs> think so. But um, I was, yeah. I was playing Baldur's Gate until five o'clock in the morning, and I um, happened oh, to just flip back to my um, uh, my notifications, and um, I was uh, on Discord, and I was like. Oh, I'm supposed to have done that for bucking okay, okay. you're, you're making me now feel like a lightweight as I'm playing it till three o'clock. Yeah, yeah, man. Three yeah, o'clock's yeah. like a normal work day. Part, part, <laughs> I, I feel like such a part-timer. Such a part-timer. Um, but we did um but I got that got that done, got that um got that all out. Um and um the elite that I've been doing has been buckyball. Um, that's been, that's been a lot of fun. Um, I reckon I can do 15 this year. I don't think I can do like the, the crazy heights, but I reckon I could probably squeeze a 15th for sure on the regulation. I'm not even looking at the unlimited. I'm not even looking at. I saw Shay and Skur have managed 20 in unlimited, which is. Yeah, that's insane. insane. Absolutely insane. So, um, yeah, I'm, I've gone through like the submissions and stuff and I've been like, okay, I need to, I'm going to do like a proper full scrutinize of them, um, at the end of the race. But at the moment, everything looks good. So, and I, I trust everyone who's entered to not like fudge numbers and shit for the most part. So, um, everything is sort of like pending further scrutinization. But yeah, for the, most part, say, the thing with this you. race is, is it, you know, there's the honest mistake of just missing a stop. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of the only thing you have to really watch for. For sure. For sure. It's, it's a, it's a good one. It, it's, it's good fun. Um, but yeah, that's been, that's been pretty much my whole week has been just like feeling a little bit sorry for myself, going to bed when I, I needed to, and then getting up when I needed to. I also watched like some of the Grand Prix. It wasn't a good Grand Prix either. I didn't enjoy that at all in the slightest, but, um, it, and it had everything on paper. It looked like it was going to be really good because there was like lots of rain and, um, shenanigans and Daniel Ricardo has had to have a um a thing and all of that stuff. Uh, I had to have an operation, so yeah, it, it should have been it should have been more enthralling, but it just wasn't. Could that be a hyperfixation thing? Maybe. <laughs> but anyway, we shall, in that case, um, move on with all that stuff. I'm looking up. I was just looking. No, never mind. I was looking at what Ben was doing, and it didn't make any sense for a moment there. Um, I, so I, I was leaving the the, the docking bay in um, auto launch, and it oh. seemed to work, even though they said it wasn't. Oh, um, okay. You know, so cool. I'm, I'm heading off to Pro, uh, Procyon. I'm, I'm assuming, which is where I guess Chris will be going to. I just say, I'm just looking at the stream. If people can still see the. Oh, there was a view of the pilot and the empty co-pilot seat next to him in in the mm. cutter. I don't know if you can switch back to that for a second. I can in a second, yes. It amuses me greatly because it looks for all the world like the empty co-pilot seat is one of those sort of CGI animated two-dimensional people that's going to stand up. It really up does. Fly, doesn't it look like a person? I, sort see, of I, see, person. I see what you I do. Damn, I, can't, I won't be able to see that now. Yeah, it looks like um, like the murder, the murder lines. Yeah, it looks, it does. Someone's, someone's been killed in that seat. (laughs) (laughs) Many someone's. Exactly, exactly. Um, what have the devs said this week? Well, on Friday it was announced that update sixteen point one would release on um Tuesday the twenty ninth of August, and it did. Holy shit! The devs said something and they're actually sticking to it. 
Amazing. Amazing. Do companies do that these days? They do. They do. I've heard. I've heard there might be a bit of a buck in the trend and that some game companies might actually not be only out to fleece you for everything that you have. My Incredible. God. I know. I know. It's wild. So um, it wasn't a huge, vast amount of patch notes, but there there are some. Did anything... Um, did anything sort of pique your guys' interest? Obviously not, Chris, with the serious uh, apparently, system Apparently the serious pyramid's fixed. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I, yeah. yeah. I got all excited seeing that the Imperial Cutter auto-launch had been fixed, because although I don't use it very often, I do occasionally use it, especially if I'm doing bulk trading and you know going in and out and out and in and things. Um, so I deliberately... You know, and then... then but then I read that Sally or somebody was saying it isn't fixed, so I'm I'm all confused now, and I need to double check what I double check everything. I've got one that amused me greatly. Um, oh, incidentally, I'm going to throw a little tip out there. I'm sure most people know this by now. On the forum, when you see a post from, for example, Sally with patch notes, in the top right of the post, there's a little um, orange box that says "Dev Post." in white letters if you click on that little orange box it takes you to the next dev post in that thread and so on and so on and so you can step through the thread looking at all the posts by sally um, which is very handy for these so yeah this one amused me greatly because in the patch notes um it said uh ancient relics can no longer rise into hovering or landed ships mm. and then what i like is much later in the thread post number 59 um, Sally has posted, the following has been removed from the update due to instances of it still occurring. So ancient relics can <laughs> still rise into hovering or landed ships. <laughs> Amazing. I think, I've, I think I've been impaled by a by a relic before now. <laughs> what a way to go, though. Mm. What a way to go. <laughs> well, do, does it genuinely just kill you as well? No, I think your, your, stip, your ship can get wedged on it. I think that, you, you know, the, the, they the towers with the relics that rise up out of the ground. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, th I think there are occasions when it sort of goes through your ship and <laughs> you're a bit stuck. Yeah, so, yeah, I'm, I'm just reading the things here. And in the in, in today's patch notes post, somebody was like, just to be clear, it's the auto-launch, not auto-docking that's causing the cutter to crash. And Sally's then like, yeah, okay, I'm just going to take that out of the notes too. So that's two things... I guess that were fixed but ain't fixed, but they might have done something on it because I did not crash. So was I it every time that you were crashing before? It was every single time I did auto launch in my cutter. I would go off and I'd boop the just I'd boop just above the um, the the ex entry slot thingy, um, and then I'd reverse out and try it again. Okay. Um, and I didn't do that this time because I was deliberately, that's why I was in third person looking for the boop. And, and there was no boop. So I, I'm going to be testing extensively now, I guess. Testing for right. boops. I am. That's just my usual flying technique when trying to get out of <laughs> the station. <laughs> Never mind auto launch. You there is another interesting, you. sorry. Yeah, go for it. There is another interesting one in the patch notes, actually, which mm -hmm. intrigues me greatly. Um, where is it? The ability for <clears throat> excuse me, the ability for a collector limpet to handle obtaining items from the ground has been improved. I mean, 
I didn't know they could do that. No, neither did I. Who's using Collect Olympics to obtain items from the ground? I and am- why have Frontier improved it? I imagine, I imagine it's something to do with um, scythes as well. It, it's balancing it on both sides now because now, because now they have to. Yeah. Yeah. Are they? Are they collecting? T- well, that intrigues me even more. I don't know. Collecting people from the ground. We speculate about this. I, I can see I, it being a very good thing for exploring. You know, if oh, you yeah, don't for have sure. an, if you don't have an SRV, but you can, you do have a, a limpet controller. Yeah. You yeah. Know, if you could, if you could collect stuff that a friend has knocked for you, that can be good. Who, who wouldn't love to see a scythe turn up at a settlement and start hoovering up? <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> um, I know it used to be used um, a lot for material gathering. There was uh, people used to launch missiles at the brain trees and the, I think, the crystal shards mm-hmm. and stuff. Yeah. But I and thought they were just could, doing manual scooping. Then you could do a flurry of... Um, uh, limpets to then gather your wares, oh, I wow. believe. Mm. And Where's then at some lips? point, this is going on my to do list. And then at some point, the limpets got a bit silly and started just like crashing into the ground. But yeah, I, I too spotted that one um, and fought about scythes for some reason. <laughs> I just I mean, thought, you know, what would they be gathering now? <laughs> I mean, can you imagine if in the not too distant future, some of the, the nearby to the Thargoid war, like let, let's go crazy speculate and go um, near to the Thargoid war stuff. There's a, a rescue mission thing that happens or something on those lines. And you then have to um, get to the base to evacuate the people before the scythes literally just come in and start scooping people off the ground. Yes. It's my dream of hungry hippos come true. <laughs> I, I do have the feeling that they are going to encroach on Ari's market with the cadaver scoop. If the uh, mm. if you could have a cadaver <laughs> limpet, then we need to, gonna, you know. Oh God, we need to rec- recreate that technology. A we need to. Limpet. We've managed to gather gather hands on some of those own um, limpets, and now we need to um, reverse engineer it for it to be um, a human tech. Human tech sounds good. <laughs> Um, that's so funny. That's so funny. I wonder if there is something else. Um, I don't know if there was anything. There was anything there that really sort of like stuck out to me. Um, the, no. it's good about the permits for sure, but um, anything else? Um, I was like, yeah, cool. It looks all good. It looks it looks fun. Um, it's good that they're still doing stuff like that. There was some speculation as to whether or not they, um, Frontier just sort of like, um, cheekily hid something else in with that update and we might need to, might need to do a little bit of searching for that. There's always a potential of that, isn't there? I mean, I mean... All the way back um, since 84. Yeah. It's it's not a very big update, as I recall, seeing written somewhere. It was 283 megabytes. Right. But it could have unlocked something that was already there, I suppose. For sure. For sure. We'll have to... <clears throat> the only time will tell. Um, you, you'd think that there is a potential for it, with there being a Thursday show as well. And with other things that are happening this week, mm. it might be... And things that have happened, like No Man's Sky, and like quite a few space games have gone, hey, we've got some cool stuff. 
<laughs> just just, to, just to let you know we have some cool stuff i wonder just, if there's any other work. space games that might also <laughs> be about to about to start who knows who knows whether that might be something that they would they would prioritize to get something out this week who knows i know uh, no space games <laughs> that are going to be in existence for me until at least christmas <laughs> That is a good point, isn't it? I suppose in the dev news section, we ought to say that there is a live stream on Thursday. There is. Oh. There is, unless they've, they've changed that. But this is the delayed one from like two weeks ago, isn't it? Yep. Cool. So hopefully they'll have some, we'll have some stuff to talk about on next week's show about it. Who knows? It'll be fun either way. Um, let's move over to the community news. Um, what is the community up to? Hey, we didn't mention it last week at all. It's Buckyball Week. It is. Who's doing this fantastic new Buckyball race, Claire? Who's, who's organised it? Yeah. I, I, all I know is they're real cool. <laughs> They, they seem they seem Next. like real cool dudes. <laughs> a, 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 a real fruvy dude. They're, they're super cool. They're a super cool person. And it took them far too long to settle on a name for it. And they just called it Pareco Run. Not <laughs> <laughs> wrong with that. <laughs> Remember how I said that I was getting really, I was getting a bit overwhelmed towards the before I took time off? Uh, yeah, yeah, this is kind of um, demonstrative of this. Um, yeah, it's a Preco run um, this week. Preco, if you don't know um, uh, how pre- the Preco run, run works, effectively, Preco is a system where 12, um, you get into the star and then 12,000 light years out, there are six stations that are all really, really close to each other. Um, all of those... Um, all of those stations um, are literally within jump distance of each other. Well, not jump distance. It's like in, out, in, out kind of thing. It's really self-explanatory. The idea with Bucky, with um, the Pareco Run, is you get 20 minutes to visit these stations in a loop as many times as you possibly can. Um, so you go through, you visit all of, all of the stations, and then when 20 minutes is over, the next station that you stop at is your total of all of how many stations you've managed to arrive at. That is effectively the run. It is so simple and so easy because the last one was so complicated and so difficult <laughs> that I thought it would be a nice, um, a, a nice sort of palate cleanser. Yeah, uh, I, love, I, I love that it's like, it's 20 minutes. So if you've got 20 minutes spare, you can do a run. So literally mm-hmm. at, at um, about 10 to 8 this evening, I looked at the clock and thought, I can do one run before I leave radio. Because yeah. you, you know it's 20 minutes. Yeah. Whether, whether it goes well or it goes badly, it's 20 minutes. It's great. I love it. Somebody in chat, I just wanted to answer, uh, Rocky Star said, how did this system come about per echo? Um, the interesting thing about Pareco is that the six stations that are apparently orbiting nothing are actually orbiting a comet. Um, so comets aren't rendered in the game. There's nothing to see. There's no um, physical manifestation of the comet to, to witness. But the game does seem to have data points for comets that things can orbit about um many years ago i think it has been done i think it has been done since um one of the guys in buckyball commander a lot managed to actually i can't remember how he did it but he did actually manage to very briefly drop out on the 
sort of data point that is the comet at the center of the six stations and and managed to see something like comet hash one two six four in the in the nav panel um I can't remember exactly. Okay. But it's, it's basically confirmed. It's not speculation. Um, yeah, they're orbiting a comet. It's cool, isn't it? Do we know if the comets move about as well? No, I don't think so. Mm. be nice if we could see it, Frontier. Yeah, I, I was just wondering, you know, because <clears throat> we know that there is orbital mechanics in-game because the planets move around and all that kind of stuff. And it would make sense for the comets to also be have their orbits plotted. Yeah. I mean, I tell you what, given that the data point's in there and it clearly works as a gravitational mass for these stations to orbit around mm. and all that jazz, uh, and this goes out to Darren in particular, I'd just like to say, how hard can it be? Come on. <laughs> That's I know all he loves- hearing in my head was, yeah. was the yeah, devs yeah. staring opposite the table going, how difficult could it be? Well, let us know <laughs> how difficult it would be. Just turn on the comet. <laughs> just yeah, hit the button. Do it. <laughs> Yeah, it can't be that difficult. Surely it's not that difficult. Like all the um, information's there. You just you just you just add a comment in, don't you? Yeah, just add a comment. It can't be that difficult. Just speak to art. And don't call me Shelley. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. So uh, we're this, the worst. Is this race like quite a good beginner's one for Buckyball yes. then? Yes. Speaking, speaking sure. as speaking as an idiot. Um, speaking as an idiot. I would start? say so. I would say so. It's uh, it's Really, um, you don't need extra tools or be- bells and whistles for it or anything along those lines. You don't need to um, be uh, like uh, an absolute genius when it comes to uh, like SRV um, flying or knowing the exact placement that you need to go to go through tunnels or things like that. It- it's literally, it's just so... Um, what you see is what you get. You're literally going from station to station yeah. all the way and then again. Take off flight to Web Land. Take off yeah. flight to Asire Land. Take off flight to Crown Land. Take off flight to Garden Land. Get really angry at Garden Repeat. and then land. <laughs> <laughs> Repeat until 20 minutes. Right. Up. Yeah. You know how you said you could almost do it in an SRV? What, this? Have you tried? No, you can't do this I'll in do an SRV, SRV. much as I would love to. God, now you've put an idea. No, don't do it. Don't do it. (laughs) Don't do it. (laughs) I'll tell you what you can do. So, so, So what is really cool, I think these are the only two stations. When you take off from Neville Ring, before you even jump to Supercruise, you can see Phillips Market in the distance. You can, yeah. Which is awesome. So, I mean, which means you can fly there. You won't. (laughs) <laughs> it might take you more than 20 minutes just to do the one stop. But, <laughs> but yeah, you can fly from Neville to Phillips in normal space. So in theory, oh, there's no planet anywhere near there. No, forget it. Scrap that you stupid could, idea. You could, you could leap from the comet. <laughs> you can't, though. If, yeah. Yeah, no, if no, only no, we could no, do no, deployments in space. Yeah, I can't get the SRV. Yeah. If you could get the SRV at Neville, then somebody could clearly bat it from Neville to Phillips. But no, <laughs> I don't think that's a... Are we a sure it's a comet and it, they're not just orbiting one of your SRV attempts? <laughs> There's it's it's a challenge to Ghost Giraffe. Get, deploy an SRV at Neville Ring and then I'll, I'll, um, <laughs> I'll have a go at this. <laughs> I'm sure Ghost Giraffe will find a way of achieving that. For sure. For sure. Um, that, okay, yeah. Pareco Run. It's running until Sunday. 
um, until sort of um, end of Sunday. Um, get some, get, get, give it a go. Give it a go. It's real oh, fun. Yeah, one more momentous thing that has happened this week. Oh, yes, yes. In Blackerbrook. I mean, this, for, for, to, to most people, this will be nothing. But, but to a few of us, this is absolutely momentous. So, hmm, how many years ago? Maybe four years ago in in the history, in buckyball racing. We've been going since beta, so we've been doing this forever. But, um, yeah, about four years ago, a racer came on the scene called Cookie Hole, maybe five years ago, actually. Um, it was unbeatable. You know, there was a whole bunch of us regulars who'd been doing it a very long time, slowly improving, and then Cookie Hole rocks up one day and just beat everybody. It was insanely fast um, and remained insanely fast for several years. So every single race, he was always top of the leaderboards and then stopped playing elite. Uh, I'm going to say three years ago, maybe um, disappeared. And then uh, maybe six months after Cookie Hole disappeared, one Shay Blackwood turned up on the scene and did exactly the same. was was equally ludicrously good and has basically remained number one. Uh, the, uh, Skur, Skur keeps up with Shay occasionally, and Brusky keeps up with Shay, but Shay's pretty much reliably one or two. Um, and the joke became that. It was intriguing, he says, scratching his chin, that we never saw Shea Blackwood and Cookie Hole in the same instance. <laughs> and, and was it the same person that had just left the game and come back with an alt? <laughs> and it's even immortalized in the song that um, Chicoso did for us about um, Cookie Hole being the fastest in his day. You never see him in the same instance as Shea Blackwood. Curious, eh? Um, what's super exciting is Cookie Hole popped up on the forums yesterday. It might even have been today. And said, "I'm back, and I'm going to give this race a go." So we are going to see Cookie Hole go up against Shay Blackwood, which is super exciting. Very cool. Very but cool. It's my race. Ball, they could still be the same person, couldn't they? Uh, yes, I suppose. Yes, they could. Yes, the the myth continues that they are. <laughs> <laughs> Poor old Cookie Hole is probably pretty rusty, to be honest. He's been away from the game for four years. So. That's mm. a, there's a weight of expectation that I do feel. <laughs> Bless him. Um, other other community news bits. Um, we will we we can we can talk about right now as well. Um, we've um, got I saw a tweet from Commander Nick Webb who has answered the question of who wins in the Thargoid versus the Guardians for War via the unorthodox method of marble simulation because why not? Marble simulation is used for everything. It's um, it's um, really. It's really good. Um, we also had a um, we also had a high wake video come out um, over the weekend, which was you'll like this one, Ben. It's where's my booze? <laughs> I did see one high wake video. He oh. he, he rocked out two. I, uh, I saw out... the one where it was like dead game. Yeah, dead game. Yeah, dead I game was dead last game, week. Yeah. Dead game was like last weekend. Dead game came out at while we were at ECM. Um, where's my booze came out over the weekend and um uh the the bartender ends up with um something in a v- rather uncomfortable position uh, <laughs> an, an optical lens where you do not want an optical lens to go uh, unless and we don't kink shame here unless you want it to be there unless you do in which case it's absolutely fine by us in fact <laughs> it reminds me of one of the biggest developments while ben's been on holiday indeed 
<laughs> we need to we need to talk about it. We need to talk about what, the biggest what, what, development. What, 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 what would this be? You, your cups have lids now, so the water doesn't come out. I've I've heard I have heard about that. Yes, that was in update sixteen. It was an update sixteen. We joked about it with the fact that we couldn't te- we couldn't talk to you about it until <laughs> you came back because it was really funny. They waited for you to go away before we <laughs> before we did anything. But that that's only in zero G stations, isn't it? Yes? Question mark. Right, Chris, they, they, I'm going to have cups in many stations. Okay, well, Chris, I'm going to have to come. T- I'm going to have to come into your ship, and we can fly off to a zero G station. Okay. <laughs> uh, well, I've been going in and out uh, testing the cutter, and so far I haven't booped anything. Amazing. I know. Amazing. Actually, some cup science would be good, Ben, because when we first featured the cups with lids, um, yes. Chris pointed out that there were cups without lids, but then we also realised that the station did have gravity. So um, ah. if you can find a cup without a lid on a zero gravity station, that would be good science. I can cry, I can cry shenanigans. You know, yes. what that, yeah. you know what that actually sounds like with you say, saying that to Ben? It's like you're trying to occupy a child with something that doesn't really matter. <laughs> you go and do some colouring in the corner and let the grown-ups draw. <laughs> go down to the beach and find me a really nice-looking shell. Off yeah, find me the mm. best shell that you can find don't leave my site so we know that you're still there <laughs> oh, uh, you're giving me flashbacks of my uh my son being a little bit too in actually both my son and my daughter were a little bit too independent on holiday oh dear um, yeah for some reason my daughter decided she's she's actually even though she's six she's no i'm a teenager now wow yeah, wow I, no i'm sorry love you're not a teenager <laughs> It's nine o'clock at night. We're in a foreign country. It's dark. You are not wandering about the place on your own. She'll be smoking next. You know that, Ben. Oh, God. By the time she's 12, job done. <laughs> <laughs> um, there's uh. also one other thing that I wanted to point out that got sent to me this week. Um, there is, um, for those of you who speak French, and I really wish I was a little bit more fluent in French because this looks actually amazing from the trailer there's this new french show that's coming um i've got the link to the the tweet about it in the um in the notes but um in the show notes um i think and i'm i may butcher a translation but i think it's journey within an extinct civilization and it looks like full of intrigue and stuff I really wish I spoke French because it, the the production value looks amazing. Yeah, I um, just looked before the show because I saw it pop up in the show notes. Um, yeah, it looks super cool. Presumably, presumably, modern tech being as clever as it is these days, can you turn on subtitles with translation? I don't. I don't know. I don't know. I hope so because I do want to give it. I do want to give it a look. Because um, it just seems. It does seem really, really cool. Can I just ask a quick question? Does anybody yes. know if we can buy these sippy cups that they've got on the stations anywhere for reals? Because I want one. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, but it would be an amazing amazing cash grab for Frontier. It would be. It'd be an amazing thing for Frontier to have. And Chris, sure. I'm now in your ship if you want to go exploring. I wondered what that smell was. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's ben, I 
keep your bodily functions to yourself unless you're into that in which case we don't kick shame here <laughs> folks if you have a community event taking place soon and would like for us to shout it out um, about about the airwaves please let us know tweet us at live radio or get in contact with like any of us and just let us know of some shit that you've got going on because we love hearing about it and we love being able to talk about it on the show um, we are going to take a very quick um, advert break now but we will be back in a couple of minutes to talk about the in-game events get ready l a v e radio we all know what it's like you're busy managing your settlement when suddenly the alarms go off oh no again That's right. A commander with a Federation naval rank of Admiral, an Imperial King no less, has landed in a ship worth over 100 million credits and is killing all your staff while they look around for a 10-credit adhesive to glue an upgraded scope to their 100,000-credit assault rifle. They fly away with their superglue and you're left with a problem. How are you going to get your agricultural plant back up and running? How am I going to get my plant up and running? How are you going to find staff at short notice? How am I going to find staff at short notice? How are you going to deal with all those bodies? There's bodies everywhere. And they've stained the carpet. Wonder no longer. Call Ari's Crime Scene Cleanup Services. Hello, I'm Ari. Clary's mine. After a sudden increase in robberies and murders by commanders since 3307, I've gained valuable expertise in cleaning up bodies, recruiting new staff and restocking stationary lockers. Now you can benefit from my experience by signing up to our Crime Scene Cleanup Service subscription plan. That's right. For only a small monthly fee, when your settlement alarms are activated, our rapid response cleanup crew will be dispatched, along with our patented Cadaver Scoop 150. The Cadaver Scoop 150 can be mounted to surface reconnaissance vehicles and skimmers to make tidying up your settlement a breeze. Wow, the bodies are gone. Our recruitment team has potential new employees on standby across the galaxy, ready to fill your vacant roles in security, logistics, administration, processing, and more. My plan's operational again. Thanks, Aries Crime Scenes Cleanup Services. Aries Crime Scene Cleanup Services. We'll have your settlement as good as new before the next ship arrives. Kadamar Scoop 150 disposal bags sold separately. Out there, there's a ship just for you. A ship that can carry to the furthest stars, jumping long distances whilst offering an unobstructed view of the galaxy. A ship that can also pack a decent punch if the pirates come knocking. A ship that feels safe. A ship that feels like home. The Asp Explorer. A great ship at a great price in a competitive galaxy. Fly far. Fly safe. Fly in front of us. Lave Radio, broadcasting to every corner of the galaxy. And we're back. Um, cool. Let's have a look at what's happened this week at the in-game events. Um, so on Friday, um, a CG started. You heard me right. On Friday, a CG started. Wild. 
Um, deliveries were requested com- to commemorate um, the Duval family. Um, they are they're doing they the doing the statues for the Duval family um, in gold. We love it. We love we love we love it when rich empire families display their wealth. That's never been a bad a bad time through especially the whole in, of especially in the middle of the war and yeah. and, when, and when millions of people have gone missing. It, it's, for sure. It really cheers everyone up to see it's, it's the in empire such building good gold taste. Statues. It's in <laughs> such such good taste. It's the best thing that they could have done at this particular moment. Um, honouring the emperor with um, lavish statues. However, what it has done is it's resulted in a new gold rush um, for um, for folks. I've seen people um, earning in excess of eight billion, like a day. Yeah, it's stupid. We've talked about Foxy Loxy. If you've seen Foxy Loxy's video of doing the gold rush, it's just because he's already got himself a fleet carrier, and he what's the maximum capacity of a fleet carrier? Is it twenty five thousand tons? Something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So he he literally filled a fleet carrier with gold and then took it to the where you have to turn it all in and then <laughs> all in made like well I lost count but but billions and billions and billions. Okay. Need to change for it to be an actual gold rush, gold rush, rather yeah. than you know something else. It was else. tritium it's... for the Golconda, wasn't it? Yeah, I missed that, and Me I picked too. the wrong week not to be playing elite, <laughs> and also having to do buckyball in the yeah. few hours when I've literally not hopped on this at all. But is it the yeah, right week for not you know for for stopping smoking uh, smoking glue? What? Oh no, I'm still smoking <laughs> glue. That's, okay, that's that's fine. That's fine. <laughs> Right, everyone, everyone smokes glue, Ben. Why would you even stop doing that? <laughs> Sorry, I, I might have also watched Aeroplane. <laughs> oh, God. Um, yeah, so that happened That happened on Friday, um, and people have been going mental for um, getting um, lots, of, lots of money, which is um, a thing that we all want to do. Um, the following um, article was uh, on Monday, um, and it was, funnily enough, Rackham refutes, refutes rumours. Gotta love a little bit of alliteration. It's my favourite part of my day. Um, Zachary Rackham has denied allegations that he was a notorious pirate lord. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you would, wouldn't you? Are you a notorious pirate lord? Uh, no. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. It seems it seems nowadays that you would lean into it, but maybe in the in distant space future, the, it's like no, 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 not me. <laughs> I like Venturus coming. Ah, no. Oh. <laughs> what about this parrot on I, my I'm shoulder? Have to, <laughs> I'm have to inject again. Uh, when I was on the holidays, I took the kids on a pirate ship, and you know, because it was early in the morning, I asked for a coffee. And the guy was like, "Hi, do you want your coffee?" And I did honestly say, "As blat me art." <laughs> and then I felt, "Why did I do that? Why? 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 Why would you embarrass yourself against this person that you're unlikely to see ever again or recognise?" Oh no! How have we going? I know. It made my kids laugh. That was. That was. That was. I mean. I, I mean, there's the goal. That's the goal yeah. right there. You know, um, like, oh my you know what they god! Could do? I can't believe I just did that. <laughs> They yes. could catch him out. They could catch him out. They could they could pull pull Zachary Rackham up in front of a tribunal, and they could say, uh, "What letter does your surname begin with?" And he'd have to he'd be forced to say R. 
Oh, oh no. Having bang to rights. Yes, bang to rights. Clearly pirate. <laughs> Clearly pirate. Oh, my it's, God. It's, oh, it's like instead of doing the... Um, instead of, like, walking, doing the sobriety test, it's like, yeah, please just recite the alphabet. <laughs> Oh no! This is real bad. This is real bad. We're in we're in terrible territory, and I'm here for it. Um, so yeah, he he said no. Um, he thinks it's hilarious, but he's not. He wasn't a swashbuckling corsair in his youth. <laughs> I love it. I love it so much. I I just think it's such nonsense. Got him. Um, and then there was a um a response being like, yeah, well he's. He's very good at covering his tracks, so he could still be. <laughs> yeah, amazing, actually amazing. I love it. I love it so much. Um, I am partial to a pirate. It's very funny. Um, anywho, um, today we had a, another article that came out. We had on our usual monthly war update, um, Thargoid war update from Jade Sandlin of Vox Galactica. Um, for for August, <laughs> you're right there. Glasses with sippy cups. <laughs> we got there, folks. He found them. <laughs> Although I want to know how they're being poured in from these pipe, these um, you know, bar. Maybe maybe it's like that the underneath thing. Yeah. Maybe it's the underneath thing, maybe, but maybe they've got lips now. Like attach a nipple to a nipple, and then you know. Yeah, exactly. You just nipple, nipple on nipple action. If you're Precisely. into that, we're not going to kink shame. <laughs> I think I see a show title coming. <laughs> Claire, jokes come in threes. You can't say it again. I'm going to say it again. This is a bad time. Um, okay, cool, cool. We've we've established the nipple to nipple action, and we can now move on from that um yeah so the thyroid war update and jade sandlin reviewing ongoing developments in the um uh war against the thyroids so the um things that we need um that for me at least the things that i take i took away from this are they're talking about the unsubstantiated rumors being true Thargoids are eating people. Um, again, like signal boosting that. Also, another note to Holloway Bioscience Institute. Um, people who might not be familiar with Holloway Bio- Bioscience Institute, they were the people who had all of Alba Tessero's information. They took all of her notes and research when Aegis was... Um, some of her notes, not all of her notes. They took some of her notes when Aegis was... Um, uh, unceremoniously um disbanded um and they then are now in bed with um our old friend caleb witchley's group um azimuth biotech they were one of the named people who were at that so that's something just just generally to bear in mind when it comes to um, seeing the name Holloway Bioscience Institute is the fact that they did have a lot of information from Aegis and they also, for all intents and purposes, are um, in bed with Azimuth as well. So they have a lot of information and they could turn into kind of like a, a heavy player in the grand scheme of things when we, as and when we get there. Just interesting. I like. I've only just seen this article. I didn't. Um, I didn't read this until just now. I like that 
um, the final sentence is like speak is like Frontier speaking directly to us. Several pilots told me this is normal Thargoid behavior. <laughs> yes, we all did. We all pointed out it was normal Thargoid behavior. But Xeno peace activists feel this discovery presents an opportunity. That's kind of what I've seen as like uh, like around social media or, or in, in various discords when you're um, talking about um, uh, the Thargoid War, like people going, yeah, no, it doesn't, it doesn't, it's not a thing. It, like, this is something that ha- that's happened all the time. Why are you getting so high up about it? And then the, the, also on the, on the flip side of that, um, it's the, the Xeno Peace people who are like, hey, they're point. They're finally pointing it out. They're finally saying something about it. This is another signal boost. Yeah, which is pretty cool. Um, I yeah, like the. I've, I've I've always liked these articles. I think it's great to get this. <sighs> like on, at the end of every at the end of every month, we get a hey. Let, let's just round up what's happened so far in the Thargoid War. In case for those people who might have like an, a vague interest in it, but are so detached, like the other side of the bubble doing. Not the bubble, the other side of the galaxy doing exobiotic bio can still see kind of what's going on with the story and has an idea of what to expect when they get home. You know what I mean? Yeah, they're good. I, I said this on the show a couple of weeks ago, but I keep forgetting to read these war updates because I assume they're going to be dry numbers. And then I open the Galnet news and go, oh, it's not dry numbers, it's actual story and it's quite mm. interesting. And there may well be clues to things in there. Who knows? Yeah. Yeah. Just a, just a nice sort of. Just a nice little roundup where we can get the the information, the information that we need, which um, which is really really cool. But that's it for the um, in-game events for this week. Yeah, it is. That's it for the in-game events for this week. Which means it is in fact that time of the week again. Score alert! In the bi-weekly newsletter, here come paint jobs for your arms. In the bi-weekly newsletter, here come paint jobs for your arms. There's naff all in the store this week. That said, Ben, you've missed out on some amazing stuff that's been in the store. Not last week, not you, us skins, but there's been, we've had a... <laughs> we've had, what have we had in the last month? We've had... Um, had the cowl and the shiny helmet. We've had the cowl and the shiny helmet. We've had another suit. We've had the, the friggin' ship kits. With, oh, yeah. the, with the moving moving radars on them, um, ship kits for the big three, no less, Ooh. as well as like five other ships. I think it was wild. All of them, all of them have like moving parts on them as well. Very cool. Are they uh, moving all the time, or do they yeah. move only when you're like the yeah, light? Like, like a little rotating radar dish on one Ooh. of them. It's cool. Turn, turn your ship into like the Millennium Falcon kind of yep. thing. Living at your Millennium Falcon fan. Fantasies right there. <clears throat> so yeah, these these were really cool. We had the um the the like the hooded cowl. Um 
uh, uh, suits. Um, so you've got a, like a new scarf hood type thing um, with a very, very shiny helmet. <laughs> Oh God, no! Polished to within okay. an inch of its life. Are, are, you, ready, are, you, ready, are you ready, Claire? <laughs> no. Okay, well, okay. I'm not ready. I'm not ready for whatever you have to say, but go for it. Who's been polishing their helmet? There we go. Um. Yeah. So um, there's been some cool stuff. Some not so cool stuff. Been some cool stuff. Some not not so cool stuff. But it. It um it be what it be. It's been it's been a um it's been a good week. You just happened to come back and there's there's nothing nothing, nothing on on this on this Friday. Well, every other Friday we've had some things and it, <laughs> <laughs> it's it's been a natural break so that we could tell Ben about all the stuff he'd missed. Yeah, it's, it's been pretty cool. We've had some like commander shit. We've had some ship kits. We've had some terrible ass paint jobs, which were very very loud. Um, but I mean, each to their own, each yeah. to their own. It's been, it's been really cool. Um, have a look at some of the stuff, Ben. I think you might like it. That sentence got away with me. Um, I shall. What, what do you think you. we're due next? Do you think we're due something for the SRVs? Cause I don't think we've had mm. an SRV thing for a bit. Oh, that'd be cool. Mm. That'd be quite good actually. Yeah. They haven't done an SRV kit for a, oh, God. You know, yes. Normally, SRVs yes. just get lumped in on the we're doing we're doing a set color for everything. SRVs are getting it as well. Mm. You know, like you can get all sorts of different uh, paint jobs for weapons as well, mm. hand weapons. Yeah. Do they? Hmm, do they just come with suits? I don't remember them ever announcing weapon paint jobs on the store alert. I don't I think, think we've ever. Ev- don't think I've seen one that I can think of. I don't think we've ever had. Have we ever had new weapon skins since Odyssey? Gosh. Was there a load then with Odyssey? Did Odyssey there were, come there were a lot with a with Odyssey. Yeah. Huh. Okay. And none since. Wow. I, you know what I, I, I mean, love? I would. I would be happy to um, be corrected in in chat or. Um, anywhere if the, if it's not, that's not been the case, but I don't think there's been new weapon skins that have come out since Odyssey, which is <laughs> sorry, <laughs> sorry. I just realised my mic's open and I'm laughing at Alec. Furry um, dice. It's the furry dice. dice. Yeah, yes. I knew it would be that. Yeah, the the ability to do up your SRV like some kids Corsa. Yes, I, wa- I want very yes. dice. I want um, to be able to have um, on the windscreen. I want to be able to have Sharon and Tony written across the windscreen. Um, I want a chrome exhaust extension, and I'd like a Richard Grant flexi boot spoiler, please. Uh, uh, what, what about a really unnecessary decal of a stick family across the back? Oh, yes. <laughs> yeah, only only if it's got also, also a Thargoid in there. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, can I have? I know. I'd like. Can I have a load of tin cans on a string? That'd be really funny. That would be. That would be amazing. That would be amazing. I think. I. You know what? I think we might make that a question of the week. For next week, yeah, that's great. I think we ought to. Let's do it. Let's do a question. How would you pimp your SRV? How would like pimp your SRV? Tell me how you would pimp it. For sure, is is yeah. I'm I'm excited about that. Um, 
<laughs> wild uh, so yeah nothing nothing this week um as far as the store alert is concerned but maybe yes there'll be stuff in the future frontier plus um we're what, gonna... what i would love would be go for it ben slf um kits basically especially if they could continue them on into cqc yeah i would love paint jobs for our ship launch fighters i think you can yeah. just change the colors can't you and there's nothing really yeah else. i i didn't even, uh, yeah you can change the colors because you Whoa, can get jesus you can get some um some bits and pieces just yeah. like changing the colors but i don't think you can do anything else Not, yeah i think cool. the problem and it, it's true of the srv as well is there isn't much surface area to take advantage there's more surface area on the slf and on the srv than there is in a gun how much mm, yeah but, but but perspective wise maybe yeah. not um but how much does the um do the you'd have to um when you were designing stuff like that you'd have to um bear in mind that these ships and the srvs do sort of like fold up a little bit when you when they when they reboard the ships, don't they? I'm sorry, I'm now thinking tie dye. Jesus, paint jobs. I would I would love tie dye paint jobs. Oh man, make it so frontier. That's it, that's so that's so that's so pandemic though. <laughs> Oh. so so pandemic um what we will do what we will do is we will take another another little break and then we will come back with um some main discussion stuff Lave radio broadcasting to every corner of the galaxy space is vast and pirates have needs just like anyone else introducing the lonely pirate handbook the ultimate resource for lonely pirates. Our guide covers the hot spots and not spots of interstellar space, from smugglers' dens to space station taverns, with helpful chapters such as how to be presentable in polite society, how to get rid of that nefarious rank, and my favorite, occasionally shower. Are your early advances often mistaken for attempts to rob or plunder? Oh, I've come a long way for what's in your hold. Prepare to be boarded. Friendship charge detected. Oh. Buy today and receive the Lonely Pirates chat-up guide for free. I've got a very large hot point. Would you like to see my very large hot point? You're so hot. You're making my temperature critical. Lower your shields. I want to inspect the goods. Come back to my place. I might let you touch my A-rated anaconda. Are you smuggling illegal goods? Because you've got fine written all over you. The Lonely Pirate's Handbook. Now available in all Anarchy bookstores. We'll teach you to loot anyone's heart. Have you found yourself in a spot of bother with those Xenos messing up your backyard? Oh, why are the Fargoids in my system? Can't leave the house without fear of a hyperdiction? Can't even get to work. Not that I've noticed, because everything's on fire there too. Sick of the amount of time it takes to scrub the caustic damage from those hard-to-reach places? Oh, Introducing Dr. Pope's Caustic Burn Cream Apply a few drops to the affected area and feel the euphoria of instant relief After that, just wash the burn away 
It's like it was meant to happen. It's so good, you can even use it on your ships. Thanks, Dr. Pope. My ship smells brand new. Dr. Pope's Caustic Burn Cream, the miracle that can happen. Side effects may include dizziness, constipation and itching sensation, worship of an obviously aggressive false deity, death and loss of sense of smell. Should you experience any of these symptoms, please contact your doctor immediately. Not Dr. Pope though, he's busy. I could murder a cup of tea. Yorkshire gold, if you have it. Double Yorkshire gold. (laughs) And if you don't have it, you're dead. Lave Radio. Broadcasting to every corner of the galaxy. Amazing. I love that sting so much. It's so good. Um, yeah, folks, uh, I figured, what time are we? I think we're good to use the question of the week as our main discussion this week because we had a lot of answers. We had a lot of answers to that. And um, I think it's kind of pertinent when we have... Sometimes we have some slow news weeks. This isn't necessarily a slow news week in the grand scheme of things because we've had an update, but nothing's been like super announced or anything. We're on we're on the last show before a a frame shift live, so there's we don't have a lot of tangible things to sort of grip hold on and like talk about things that we're expecting in the future, X, Y, and Z and all of that stuff. So I thought I would posit the question to you guys first and then we'll move on to the question of the week. What is it that keeps you keeps you playing, keeps you logging into Elite? Um, I'm very aware that I've asked this question to all of you before, but humor me. <laughs> tell me tell me why it is that you that you log in that you log into Elite or you play Elite um still after after all this time. Um shall we start? Let's start with Chris Mark Four. Oh, why do I keep playing? Um, do you know what? Because I, I have been so slow in the game and been playing it for so long and just sort of narrowly doing bits, I've, I've still got so much to do. Like, I'm, mm-hmm. you know, I'm still doing engineering unlocks and stuff like that that keeps me coming back. And there's always, like, something different to do, which is why I don't get bored. Like, if I want, I can go and I can take part in um, on-foot pew-pew in a war zone and, and do a bit of the frontline solution stuff, or I can go off and explore and do the the vista genomics stuff you know there's just there's so many little different elements so i can come back to the game all the time it's like a you know it's just like a little constant there in the background yeah. that keeps drawing me back in you know that's that's like quite you know that's one of the reasons that i, I sort of keep coming back yeah okay cool Cool. Speaking of permits, have you got the? Have you managed to get the serious <laughs> permit? Yet? Stop taunting me. Um, no, still not. Still not. Still We're now going to try another station. We're now Holy on our shit. first station. Um, so I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna hop over there. I am allied with them. They don't treat me like I'm allied with them. They just keep sneering at me when I turn oh, up looking I mean, for a you permit. You have to remember, serious us come. <laughs> wow. That's very true. <laughs> I, maybe if I become an enemy of them and then work my way back up, maybe that's what I'm going to do. Maybe, maybe that's what you have to do. Maybe that's what you have to do for sure. Um, Alec. Mm. It, mm. I, I tell you, I think it's because I find Elite a very comfortable game to play uh, in that I think we spoke about this maybe in what 
last week or something. Yeah. But, uh, things like just flying a ship or mining, or it, it's it, it's quite slow, but in a nice way. So I just find it a very comfortable game to play, and it's it's sort of inher- inherently enjoyable. Like it, my enjoyment, unlike some games, a lot of games, I suppose, my enjoyment doesn't require new things it's not like what's around the next corner what what happens when i solve this puzzle and get through that door at the end of the corridor and what am i going to see you know those sort of like like stray or something um would i spend five thousand hours walking around the same town in stray or a very big town in stray mm-hmm. no probably not um but i find flying a spaceship sort of inherently enjoyable it doesn't need I'm not saying I don't like the updates and the new things, but it's just it's just always a pleasure. I, I can't see myself getting bored of it because I just enjoy the activity. Um, and then, as Chris says, I, there's always things to do. There's always a buckyball race, and if there isn't a buckyball race in the week that the race has been on, I've got a to-do list of, of stupid little things, like I now need to go and try collecting materials off the ground using a ship and limpets just yeah. few hands, you know and yeah there's always something there's always something to do yeah for sure for sure what about you ben well i think i'm very similar to alec i think i would describe and i've always described elite as a forever game yeah um so you know i can see myself you know like as i said at the beginning of the show i've been playing Baldur's gate a shit ton <laughs> since I got back. Yeah. Um, I can't see myself playing Baldur's Gate five, six, seven times through the storyline. Yeah, I know you've played that a couple of times through now, Sai. I suspect, and I could be wrong here, that once I've played it through all the way through the storyline, I'll put it down and I'll maybe revisit it in a wee while, especially yeah. if they release some DLC and things, mm-hmm. which I heard they, they are thinking about now. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. Please don't make me any more excited about that, Ben. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> I'm, doing a, I'm doing a show on a space game. <laughs> um, so, and so I know I can go away for 40, 50, 100 hours. Yeah. And Elite will still be there. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I'm, I also count Star Citizen in the forever game and not in the mm-hmm. sarcastic because it's going to take forever. But <laughs> it's, it's, it scratches a lot of the same itches, but the benefit that Elite has over Star Citizen in its design is I can get to a lot of things quicker and I can, I can, I can do, I can do what I wanted to do a lot faster in Elite Dangerous than I can in Star Citizen. Because uh, in, in Elite, if I want to go and do a war, I could just go and do, I can go speak to somebody in Frontline Solutions, jump in an adder, and away I go. Yeah. In Star Citizen, I've got a whole load of prep work, and you can take me maybe even half an hour to actually get where I needed to be, and then I've got to find a mission. Yeah. So okay. that's, a, that's a really good thing, actually, in Elite Dangerous's favor, that it's maybe lacking some of the... You know, I need to flush the toilet and eat food and blah, 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 that Star Citizen has. But it makes up for that in the, shut the fuck up, I just want to play the bloody thing. This one being a spaceship, that, man. Yeah, I just want to fly a spaceship. And yeah, as Alex said, 
flying around. I don't care what the hell I'm doing. I'm flying a bloody spaceship, and that's amazing fun. Um, and that remains true and has remained true all the way since I ever first flew a Sidewinder back in the Alpha. You know, it is as much fun today flying a Sidewinder as it was all the way back then, and nothing yeah. will change that. That's incredible. I love that. I love that um, that feeling. That mm. it, it, it's going to sound really, 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 really shit if I say Elite Dangerous is comfortable, because that sounds like really passive. But it's like, it's like a nice pair of slippers that you've put on. Yeah, I don't like. Yeah, yeah. Orange Phoenix said that in chat. Like, if it feels like putting on your favorite Roman slippers, and I, I don't. Because I don't want, I don't want it to feel comfortable. I still want it in time times to feel like a challenge. And mm. when we have things like um, player player run events like buckyball and things along those lines, um, that's when it can feel like a challenge. Or this, um, you want to go and take on your thargoids and stuff. But other times, it can be like that that comfortable comfortable game that you just go back to and um, you just pick up again. I. Hadn't played Elite for two weeks. I played it. I played it on the update when the update dropped for that day, and then I didn't play it again until today. Mm. And I thought I would be like, <sighs> like Ben, you've played a, you've played a lot of Baldur's Gate. Yeah. I've played like five times as much of that yeah. in, the, in the time. But I've, um, I've, I've not played Elite Dangerous for over a month now. Yeah, and, and... I thought I, I I genuinely thought that I wouldn't. I would be like. Oh, I'm back in Ali. Okay. I like a back in Ali out of obligation. But yeah. I, I cannot stress em- enough how much I enjoy playing today. And yeah. it reminded me, it yeah, reminded I, me of how special Ali is. And like how special and important Ali is for, is to me. Mm-hmm. Um, like, and then that, that feel, that feels overly soppy, maybe feels a little bit, um, but it's it's selfish. True you know, I just I got when I got in game and I took my cutter out. It was just like you're slipping into a comfortable chair. Yeah. And I, you know, I'm flying a cutter at the moment. It is slow. It is heavy, and it felt good. Yeah. It's it's a beautiful thing. It's a beautiful thing. Yeah. Like it was it was lovely today being able to play at, or like in, enjoying that experience of playing the video game um, in. In just the 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 way that the way that I do and enjoying being in space. Yeah, the game crashed a couple of times. Yeah, it completely fucked my OBS when it did that and all of that nonsense. But you know, it's elite. It does that. That be what it do. <laughs> um, but it, that's it, a pretty good benchmark, actually. When you can go away from it for a long time, play another extremely good game that because hmm. you can you can get set in your ways and do the same yeah. thing over and over and, and kid yourself that you're having fun and. You you just got stuck in a rut kind of thing, and yeah. so to be able to sort of break that mold and then come back to it and still enjoy it, I think I th- speaks volumes. I agree. I agree. My, I was concerned today that I might have to fake enjoying Elite, and I I I'm, I'm going to put it out there. I'm literally going to put it out there and say I sat there in front of my computer before I started playing Elite today, and I'm genuinely worried that I was going to hate I was going to hate playing it and have to fake being like enjoying elite and having to fake like my experience yeah, yeah, of playing elite 
And I was just like, because that goes against fucking everything that I've done as far mm. as elite or anything like that is concerned. If I don't enjoy something, I'm going to stop doing it. I am. I uninstalled Eve and the, the fucking community team in, in Eve were like sending me shit to try and get me to play again. And I was like, I just cannot do it. It's rubbish. <laughs> I oh, hated wow. it so much. Oh, um, and it looks like, pretty, but I've never got yeah, it. Uh, it's, it's, not, it's, it's not a spaceship game. It's not. Oh, I, I know it's, it's described <laughs> as a spreadsheet simulator. Isn't it? Not even that. I just didn't enjoy it. I didn't enjoy yeah. anything about it. And I'm, I mean, fair place to those of you who um, get get shit out of Eve. It's great, but I like it totally. It totally went going against everything, and I was just so concerned that I would feel that same way about Elite because I have, I have discovered my. Neurodivergent hyperfixation has discovered a new love of my life, and it's very, very difficult to um, like disassociate from that when all I want to do is like be waxing lyrical about this love of my life. But Elite is that is that comfortable friend that I think you will always have. Yeah, hopefully, mm. Ho- until such a time as <laughs> Frontier go, and fr- until such a time as Frontier go, fuck it, you all. <laughs> This is exactly why um, Offline Gate was such a big thing when it was first announced. And this is why people literally cancelled their Kickstarter subscriptions and so on when Frontier were like, you know what, we can't actually promise an offline mode. Mm. Um, Because they wanted to know that they could play it forever. They wanted to know that Frontier will not be able to stop them from playing yeah. And also, a lot of people, when originally, when Elite came out and they said it was going to have an offline mode, a lot of people got into the offline thing hoping that they'd be able to mod Elite Dangerous and be able to mod in your own spaceships or whatever. Yeah. And of course, you cannot do that in an online game. Mm. Um, so, uh, you know, offline gate really was, uh, it was a big thing when it first kicked out. And of course, I can see why you know, Frontier, that's not where Frontier wanted to go with Elite Dangerous. They wanted the whole live service game, etc., with the evolving universe. Yeah. And I totally and utterly understand how having an offline version could not work for that. But I do, I also understand where people coming from a, you know, in 20, 30 years' time, I still want to be able to play Elite Dangerous even if Frontier have turned the servers off. Maybe there, maybe in 20, 30 years' time, a different game studio will come out with something that is almost exactly the same. And we're all going to be... And we're all going to be... Well, you guys are all probably going to be dead, and I'll be in my seat. She's not wrong, then, is Ben, Ben hasn't been here. Ben, I've been taking the piss of you all being old. Yeah, and I'm, I'm going to be approaching eighty. I should, I should be, I should clarify that I've been taking the piss of you all being old, and me, and me, me and Chris yeah, being you like and the ten years younger. Yeah, 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 yeah. We, 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 and we will not let you forget that. No, nope, that's okay. I get, I get the same shit at work as well. Sorry, my apologies. <laughs> my, my, my apologies for that for not oh, looping no, no, you in no. on that joke before saying that you'll probably be nearing death. You say that, maybe in 20, 30 years' time, someone will go, hey, remember that space mm-hmm. game that was really cool? Let's make a, but, another space game that was really cool. Yeah, but 
you know, people still are actively playing Elite 84 and Frontier. Not yeah, many, I but some. For their sins. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, I'm I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Um, uh, but we also um, over the last over the last um, week. Um, this was also a question of the week on Twitter. If you don't know, beautiful um, gang and um, uh, folks in chat um, on Twitter and in our Discord every week, <laughs> every week. <laughs> Almost every week, <laughs> and when Claire remembers, she puts um, the, we we whack out a question of the week, and um, at this point in the show, we we read out some of your answers and discuss them. Um, uh, so, a question a question of the week was, why are you still playing Elite? Um, so, from Katiana, we had um, war, but like on foot, pew pew war. Um, Katie literally only logs into shoot shit at the moment. <laughs> Which is fine. Uh, fair. <clears throat> if, if that if that's what you enjoy you, doing, you, Katie. Well, she she's my sister. I get it. <laughs> <laughs> Elvis Kremen says, uh, "Has to be the BGS for our faction on fu- on player on foot pews is my jam." Indeed, BGS keeps a lot of people coming back. I think, yeah. doesn't it? Kremen it does. is an absolute tyrant on foot as well. <laughs> He's ridiculous. Oh my god. Uh... <laughs> He's the worst because he's got all of the worst stuff. <laughs> yeah, he knows, he knows exactly where to shoot me, and it turns out it's in the face. Uh, yeah, yeah. It turns, turns out he just really likes shooting me in the face. <laughs> I've, known, I've known him for 15 years. I can't think why it would be the case. <laughs> do you want to take this next one, Chris? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I, I can do. Uh, someone that I, um, um, I don't know how to pronounce this one, uh, Fionix Defear? Defear? I've never Defear? heard of him. <laughs> never heard of him. <laughs> uh, with my alt, uh, discovering unknown systems and knowing I'm the first person to see these stars, planets, uh, occasionally plants, and with my main, I am a space hero, saving humanity from the Fargoid menace. He called him, his, would call himself a hero. <laughs> A hero yeah, wearing his underpants on the outside of his flight suit <laughs> and a little cape <laughs> running into the okay. rescue. I can see that. <laughs> and take the next one <laughs> So, Misery Cord is saying the continued work of Azimuth Biochemical and our late founder, Dr. Caleb Witcherly. Biotech. <laughs> yeah, uh, man. What did I call What did I say? Biochemical. Biochemical. Yeah. It's a different faction, slightly different. So, yeah. Uh, to which Commander Wotherspoon is replying, allegedly, late founder. Yeah. yeah. Holy nuts. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> I know nothing about just not founder the holy or other way. That's what was in this update. God, yeah. Godian, Godian Mech suit, Caleb Witchley, right there. Mm-hmm. 200 megs for the brain in the jar um, animation. <laughs> oh, we, all need, we all need a brain in the jar. <laughs> Incredible. Um, Commander Homburger says that they have three accounts. The main is exploring and on his way to Colonia. The second is an on-foot account, oh. and the th- the third has a fleet carrier with every ship in the game. I feel I have three separate games and can jump between playstyles whenever I like. That's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. That el- eliminates FOMO in the extreme. Yeah, a lot to be said for that. I've only got my one character, but yeah, that's that's quite a persuasive argument for having alts. 
Mm. I've got I've got like seven now. I've got new I've got that new one. Oh Ben, I've got a new one. I've got the, a, new a new account. Uh-huh. My new account is um, specifically based on something that you said. Okay. So that sounds worrying and probably I know, a bad idea. I know, I know. It it sounds filthy, doesn't it? <laughs> no, um, because you were saying that you didn't think that you had the time to um invest into getting a ship into like a maelstrom or something along those lines you didn't play enough oh yes to invest that so i started a brand new account to see like i'm literally doing viewing titan percent just seeing how long granted i'm not doing the gold rush or anything along those lines Mm -hmm. but i'm just seeing how long it can take a brand new account to go from zero to seeing a titan just see just like i like that idea um, and plus, you gave me an idea for content. So cheers, bud. Anytime. <laughs> um, Zulu Romeo next, I think. Yeah. So, yeah, Zulu Romeo says, because it's there, not because it is easy, but because it is hard to take advantage of profits and discoveries, to find and do something that will be written about for decades to come, to be as best as I can be in all things. To win stellar screenshots for once. <laughs> it just All needs to boldly go at the end of that. Yeah. <laughs> I've done a title sequence. Yeah. <laughs> it definitely did. It definitely does. <laughs> that is excellent. Yeah. Going off and exploring. Uh, very similar to this one, actually. Uh, Hieronymus Drake. Uh, I've got a long way to go before I've even visited 0.001% of the systems in game. Is that a target that you've set? Would that not be quite difficult? Because how much have we dis- like, as a, as a whole discovered so far? Yeah, yeah. I think that's quite a big target. That is, that is a lot to visit. I, I wish you well on your journey. <laughs> you might need to lower your sights by, yeah. by yeah, a few zeros. <laughs> so uh, Silas Rezzi is saying the immersion and the views. Um, and I, yeah, I completely agree with him here. Like Standing atop my ship on a slightly atmospheric uh, planet during the daytime, looking across the scenery, uh, you know, that's... Yeah. Elite has always been so much screenshot simulator isn't it mm-hmm. um, and they've got a second reason here which is the community and they haven't played for a year or two until last year's LaveCon and then they just they love being in LaveCon so much um, and then you know, they just rejoined basically because of that uh, and of course you know you've got to hunt, hunt down Raxler you know it's, you, this, it's, it's one of these again forever goals that we'll probably never get because it's not even in game even though they say it is there's a couple um, of like there's a couple of like answers in here where it, it, it will yeah. come up there's a couple of answers in here that you will you will we will this won't be the first this won't be the last time that we mentioned Raxler tonight <laughs> um we have um j franklin 18 who says um donning the vr goggles and being transported a thousand years into my own ship exploring the black it's a feeling that no other game has come close to matching yeah i can i can i can appreciate that how I are you doing the house stuff, by the way? <laughs> it's still in the box. Oh, okay. It's still in the box. I haven't. I, it, it's one of those things where if I'm I, like when it when I have a moment, and it's probably going to be Christmas now, honestly, with everything that I've got planned. Um, but when I have a moment, when I have a good like moment of time to fully invest in getting that all set up and getting that done, I don't want to. I don't want to like shortchange it or anything, or or, or fuck up something like, something along those lines. I want to make sure that it's it's good. Yeah, and what about Baldur's Gate VR mode? 
We won't get her back. Let's not let the simulation. Let's not let's not do this. Please, can we not do this? Please, can we not do this right now? Because it's going to hurt me. In the best way. Oh no! I've gone bright red. <laughs> <laughs> My face is as flushed as it could possibly be. Yeah. Listen, listen, we promised we wouldn't kink shame. <laughs> <laughs> Ben? 
you just raise actually a good point because I agree with you that just stumbling onto these things makes it, it would make these things so much oh my god kind of moments. Yeah. And that got me thinking because Frontier really do telegraph a lot of these things with, you know, why don't you go over and look here, nudge, nudge, wink, wink, kind of yeah. stuff. Yeah. And it's too big a galaxy to find these things well, randomly. Yeah, the, the, I agree. But it's like, you're, you're, but you're, you I agree that you're, that, and you're right that it's too big a galaxy for things to be found randomly, blah, blah, blah. But how fucking cool would it be for these things to actually be found randomly? Yeah, um, I had. It, it's uh, not. It's not quite. It's not really the same thing. But um, I had a, a nice conversation with Arthur at um, mm. ECM, talking about the the stargoids, and I loved how Frontier, as far as I know, said nothing, nothing about those. And I was sort of saying to Arthur, you know, you, you surely you took a, a sort of gamble because um, the entire. You, you know, your entire next two years storyline sort of began with these stargoids. Um, and he was like, no, we we knew you'd see them. We knew you'd see them immediately. There was there was no doubt in my mind for a second that the community would spot these things. You know, they were just dots in the yeah. sky to start with. But it, 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 I yeah. sort of like, I like that there's a level of trust there that Frontier know what we're capable of doing and, and maybe know when the odds are stacked against us randomly mm. stumbling across a, a thing on a planet somewhere. They absolutely could put random stuff out there and then just hope hope that we see it and then eventually send a nudge, maybe. You yeah. know, when, oh, yeah. the, I think they have probably right. have done that in the past, actually. We, we know that that's how Colonia got found originally. Yeah. It was just RNG personally. Hold on, what's that doing here? There's been... Um... Like occasionally there'll be a canon article and they, not too not too long ago there was a um there was a um uh, was something found not too not super long ago mm. um a, a little while back but I don't know I don't know um well, if there's been anything new recently, sorry, I completely yeah. did you did you hear me blank out? Did you hear me? Yeah, I was like, oh, this works. Roll with it and see where roll with it. Like, yeah. like, <laughs> sorry, we can edit it in post. It's fine. Uh, <laughs> who's next? I think it's you. Is it? I thought Chris was next. I added no, I, Commander I, Machine and then Ben. So next. Okay, Jesus Christ. Okay, so it's Commander Killer Squirrel then. Um, oh, is that how you pronounce it? Brilliant. It certainly looks like that. Oh, yeah, I, 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 I bet you're all glad it's me now, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> um, the relaxation is deep um, space travel and exploration. My um, CPTSD and related mental health issues keeps me basically housebound. Elite lets me get out of the house. I bloody love that. Yeah. I love. I love that. It's that. It's that light and that that light for for um for them um i i really really love that i think that's yeah oh jesus yeah it's brilliant it's the same i mean it's, it's the same kind of ethos that's behind um special effect which is you know mm. why i've always loved that charity as mm. well because yeah getting out of the house when you can't is is amazing the escapism mm. the escapism yeah. of video games um is... underestimate the value of that for sure for sure when i was um 
when my back was completely broken and I was, uh, it was the worst because I literally couldn't do anything. Um, I don't know how I would necessarily have coped had we not been able to rig something up in the way that we did. And I will always be grateful for the fact that we managed to like rig something up where I could vaguely get onto my computer without being able to stand up and I could play elite with a controller. Um, meant, meant the world to me. So, um, those kind of things. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I mean, I remember back during COVID, I would just go in, I was playing Red Dead Redemption at the time and I would just go into it and just start, just, I'd just go fishing and just enjoy being outside when we couldn't go outside. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, games are, yeah, they're just, it is therapeutic to be able to do stuff like that, isn't it? Yeah, and it, like I tell you what, I tell you what, and we said it loads of times during the pandemic as well, like so many times. Thank God for be, being able to get online and being mm. and being able to speak to your friends online and have all of those like human experiences um, just through through digital digital means. What a what a yeah. what a gift that that happened what now and it wasn't. Living. And it wasn't back a, back along when those kind of things weren't accessible or possible. Yeah, even twenty years ago, yeah, even twenty years ago, we didn't have the connectivity we've got now. Yeah, for sure. Forced to sit in a house with your family and play chess, Jesus! Absolutely what a nightmare not. That for, 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 for that many years, <laughs> holy shit! <laughs> oh. Two years. Right, oh my move god! On. Astro Phoenix. Yeah. Uh, mystery and intrigue. There's still a lot of mysteries with the Thargoids, Guardians, and even the one and only Raxler. Raxler never heard of it. <laughs> it should have been the drinking game for this. You should know Raxler. <laughs> <laughs> um, Commander Frosty Jack. Uh, exploration and exobiology is what keeps them um, coming back to the game. Amazing. Good for them. Not for me, but whatever floats your boat. <laughs> Dr. X. Take a drink. Raxler keeps me playing. <laughs> now, that wasn't the one tweet. There were multiple tweets in the thread from Dr. X, but I figure I'm just going to let Dr. X say what he said there. <laughs> Raxler, I don't even know her. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> um, uh, okay. Um, Chebswell um, said a lot more than this, but I've... Um, I have truncated it somewhat. This is truncated. Yes. <laughs> For me, it's lots of things. I really enjoy playing with the young'un. She likes the ground battles, and watching her bounce around the battlefield, dealing death from above, is great. I just like I like just milling around in the Andromeda, a slightly engineered general purpose Imperial cutter, and doing basically any mission, rescue, battle, etc. that takes my fancy. Helping our little squadron protect Fairy Dock. My daughter likes the name. Recently, I've gone back to a Sidewinder, quite a bit engineered, and again, milling around doing whatever. Exploration is still a great bit of fun. Take a week out to explore the galaxy and see stuff no one else ever has. This game still has loads to offer. The new Thargoid stuff is great. We've had close encounters with this skimmer unit. I'm in the minority that thinks there is no grind. Just play the game and blaze your own way through the galaxy. Bravo. Yeah, completely agree. Really beautiful. Not hugely edited, but um, he added a couple of PSs and I haven't included them, (laughs) but they're in they're in Discord. And those threads, I believe, still just stay live. So check it out if you would like to. Uh, But yes, beautiful. Thanks, Will. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's nice. Safia says, I can fly spaceships and take pretty pictures at the same time. An Elite is perfect for one to two hour play sessions, no matter the preferred game mode. Yeah, interesting actually about length of play session. Um, that's kind of what I get basically a one to two hour play session. It was, uh, this reminds me of what Ben was saying earlier about Star Citizen. And um, I found it interesting that Ben was saying that Elite is a good game for that because I think I have seen it criticized that, that, that it's not a good game for that compared to other games that you can literally sit down and play for 15 minutes. I don't think you can do much in Elite in 15 minutes, frankly. But um, You can't do much for 15 minutes, but you can in half an hour. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and, um, and, and, and unlike this, Nomansky, it, it I is guess perfect something in 15. for a one to two hour play session, which I bet isn't uncommon. It, it is mm. perfect for... Yeah, sure. it's good that you're able to sort of drop in and, and do a little bit and then carry on. So it's, yeah, that, that kind of works. I've yeah. uh, got um, MK Vimes. <clears throat> Most of my gameplay is BGS-based, which can be competitive and take me into areas of gameplay that I might have otherwise passed over. But the beauty of the game for me is that you can decide to have a break for a while, do something else. I just love the flexibility of the game. Amazing. Amazing. I feel that entirely, especially after what I was talking about today, like what happened today. I feel that absolutely entirely. What, what a beautiful one to end on, for sure. Mm-hmm. Like being able to ju- just coming back to it and it being ah, so comfortable and just so, just so lovely and such a wonderful experience. Um, very cool. Very cool. Good. Sam, we shall keep playing then. We shall keep. Well, well, I think you've convinced all of us. I think we will keep playing. Um, I think we'll move on to our any other business. Um, uh, Alan Stroud released Temperance, a, a single, um, a single from his new stuff, I believe. This <coughs> she's going to say. It's the one that we had the exclusive first radio play of a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. This is from the Fractal series. Um, is Temperance and Temperance is um, is now released. There is a link to it in the show notes if you would like to um, listen. Um, uh, 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 check that out. Um, Don't rip ha- it off from last week's show. Go and get it from its proper source. For sure. Yeah. For sure. We also have um, Homeworld Deserts of Karak. Um, it's free on the Epic Store. This looks quite cool. Homeworld's going to be very good. Yeah. That's quite cool. Free on the Epic Store at the moment. You gotta love a freebie. Like nab it. You don't have to download it. Just nab it, and then maybe play it at some other point. <laughs> One That's day I'm it. actually going to install the Epic Launcher, and I'm going to have such a massive <laughs> library of games to play. Yes. yes. Are you just getting it through the web, through logging into it in Chrome or something? I think so. Yeah, you just go and buy it on the online store. Yeah. Well, I say buy it. You know, buy it for zero yeah. pounds. Buy it for free. Cool. Awesome. Um, anyone else got any other business or anything to share for um, for today? Nope. No, don't forget Bucky, Bucky Ball's still on. Until Sunday. Bucky Ball's still on until Sunday. Um, give it a go. It's a really nice entry, um, entry level one. Um, actually, I, actually, having actually, said you can't do anything in this game in 15 to 20 minutes, you can. You can do a Bucky Ball run in exactly 20 minutes. Yay. Well, just over 20 minutes. <laughs> okay. Just <laughs> over. Twenty two at the outside. Twenty yeah, twenty-two at a push. Twenty-five if you want to get yourself set up and get ready to go get yourself a drink before you stop yeah. About twenty-five minutes, you got it. <laughs> 
Um, in which case, then we shall move on to our shout outs. Um, our sister station, Hutton Orbital Radio, broadcasts on Thursdays from 8.30 p.m. You can tune in at twitch.tv slash Hutton Orbital Trackers or for just the audio at radio.forthemug.com. For the discerning commander who likes a bit of CQC action, check out the CQC Discord at discord.me slash Elite Dangerous CQC. We are also giving shout outs to the following Elite Dangerous podcasts who um, uh, exist and are amazing. We have the Guard Frequency and we also have Loose Screws. Um, do we have a Garnet News Digest? Yes, I did see that somewhere. Pete, Pete did say in the tech channel. Yes, we do. We do. Okay, perfect. Yay. Excellent. Fantastic. Following, in which case, following this, we have the latest Gownet News Digest as provided by Commander Wotherspoon and Commander Beetlejude. Thank you so much to those who have tripped in on Twitch chat and thank you to our raiders. We've had some beautiful raids today, tonight as well. We had Katie Chaos before the stream. We had Pixie Wifey as well um, during the stream. If I missed anyone, my apologies but thank you very much for raiding and those of you that stuck about hey this is live radio give us a follow we stream every tuesday um um yeah thanks to those um people who have chipped in who have we who have you to in game if you've run into anyone because i know you guys have uh, been busy yeah so there was a uh, valeric before we uh, departed the bar to go to sirius <laughs> yeah and miggles and i are currently touching wingtips no kink shaming here no, no king shaming. Unless so, you're it's, into it's that. Nice... Unless that is your king. <laughs> Unless that is your kink, in which case that is fine. In which case, in which case I don't know what to do. I feel like yeah. I'm in some kind of weird dichotomy. Put it this way, Miggles hasn't pulled away. Easy. Easy. <laughs> So special thanks to Commander Tocoso, JM Trax and Alan Stroud, who created the music used on the show. And that's it for an that's a very good question. Have you got a, a got, did you get a serious permit? No, I've not got a goddamn serious permit. Stop asking me. God damn it. I'm yeah. so sorry. <laughs> I, I, I have come in and out several times and I haven't booped once. So amazing. Yeah, I might have to tell Sally that. Well, I'm glad that that's fixed. <laughs> good for so you. Sour. What, what? <laughs> I'm so happy you can drink coffee as you land and you take honestly, off. Very nice. <laughs> honestly, though, Chris, let's face it, we've got at least another 10 years where we can get that. <laughs> anyway, that, on that bombshell, that is it for another episode of Lave Radio. If you would like to get in touch with the show, then you can find contact links in the home contact us menu of the laveradio.com website. Do let us know if you have any questions or if there's anything you'd like us to discuss in a future episode. That includes community events. Please let us know if stuff you've got going on or um, if you've made shit that we can um, promote or shout out about. We love that sort of stuff. So please do. And um, yeah, if you've got any questions or anything that you want to, you want us to maybe use as a question of the week, that would be great too. Um, Live Radio is recorded live on a Tuesday evening at 8.30 p.m. and streamed out at laveradio.com slash live. Thank you to Commander Alec Turner. Thank you. Thank you to Chris Mark 4. You're welcome. Wait. <laughs> and thank you very much and welcome back, Ben. Thank you, Sally. Yee. And special thanks to today's tech specialist, Commander Ventura. 
Amazing. Amazing. Until next time, Commanders, fly safe. And if you can't do that, fly dangerous. Digest 29th of August 3309. We read the news so you don't have to. In this week's news, we bring you the latest on the Thargoid invasion. We reveal why cutter pilots seem to fly so badly. And we listen to the distant whoosh of the galaxy. The invading Thargoids have a couple of new tricks up their sleeves, only one of which was mentioned by Jade Sunderland in her monthly war update. But the botanical barnacle gardeners continue to be driven back from once-inhabited systems. The Vox Galactica article mentioned the Scythe Hunter-class Thargoids, which use hull-breach weaponry and recovery drones to collect and abduct living humans. These scythes gobbled up those on the dedicant megaship, and they've been busy gobbling up any other passengers or occupied escape pods they can find. Oddly enough, they leave ship pilots unharmed. Perhaps they have some affinity with us, or perhaps they realise we'll be along with another load of escape pods in a few minutes. The article didn't mention the recently discovered barnacle matrices, which make Thargoid-controlled systems immune from human attempts to take them back. These strange sites, 45 in number, are yet to be acknowledged by Aegis, by Azimuth, or by the Holloway Biosciences Institute. The Holloway Institute has, however, taken an interest in the discovery of a second system containing both Guardian ruins and crashed Thargoid ships. 
The Rego BU-Y B2-0 system is alleged to be the centre of operation of some unusually benign Thargoids, although actually finding any of these docile and apparently immensely shy aliens has not been easy. The Holloway Institute, which studies all forms of exobiology, had an unfortunate experience in October 3307 when one of its field stations was overrun by subterranean alien arachnids. Now it is planning an expedition to this ancient battleground. Let's hope history doesn't repeat itself. Aegis continues to research the Thargoid Titans, the eight motherships or hive ships that seem to be the centre of the Thargoid invasion. With Aegis's help, a number of commanders have been able to retrieve samples of the Titans. But there is no word from either Aegis or its rival Azimuth about progress in developing technology to encourage the Titans to leave. Until the Titans leave, the war to repel the Thargoid invasion cannot come to an end. Limpets may be getting smarter, but owners of self-driving Imperial Cussers are less than impressed by the way their ships appear to be attracted to solid objects, and to be allergic to the spaces between them. The incremental improvement to collect limpets means that they'll no longer headbutt the scenery, and the Manticore Corporation claims they may now be safely used to recover items lying on a planetary surface. Limpets have long been plagued with the sort of software that makes them orbit megaships maniacally or get stuck in escape hatches. While manually scooping cargo and materials from a planetary surface has been possible since at least 3302, getting a limpet to do the work is a huge step forward in automation. However, getting ships to safely take off and land from space stations has been less successful. Cutters and other large ships love taking off from one side of the docking bay and promptly headbutting the other. And getting through the toast rack while avoiding other ships is beyond the capabilities of even the most sophisticated onboard computer. The idea of the Imperial Cutter's self-drive function is that you can simply indicate right and your cutter will instantly boost sideways into anything hard it can find. Its parallel park utility will smash its way through dozens of part sidewinders before coming to rest on its side just off the edge of the landing pad. Gutemeyer's explanation that they're just trying to replicate the care and consideration shown by cutter pilots in automated form has not gone down particularly well. The latest attempt to patch out the problems has unfortunately not been successful, with another 47 cutter pilots reportedly killed after its deployment earlier today. Gutemeyer continues to work on a fix. Commander Serbenstein has identified the source of the background noise that commanders will be familiar with. This so-called landscape signal is what you hear when you point your ship at the Milky Way. It's coming from an interstellar location around 20 light-years from Sagittarius A star, making it impossible to visit by any means currently available. The sound forms a repeating audible pattern around 110 seconds long, and from its harmonies it is clearly the product of an intelligent mind. 
leaving aside the implausible explanation that it may be the sound of the background radiation left over from the Big Bang that just happens to sound like a synthesizer, some have speculated that it may indicate the location of the mystical Raxler, which in law is the gateway to another galaxy. Others devoutly believe that it marks the location of the celestial hideaway of famous galactic musician Jim Croft and his legendary great gig in the sky. And that's this week's Galnet News. Galnet News, we read the news so you don't have to.